Greetings and good day and welcome my relatives. I shake your hands with good feelings in my heart. It's a good day for all of us to be here. In addition to relativity, this is First Voices Radio. 
And I send you greetings and strength from the highlands of the Asopus, where the active breath of the Muncie Lenape Nation lives in what is now temporarily called the Catskill Mountains by the settlers, Dutch and Americans. Regardless, they are the highlands of the Asopus. I'm Teokasin Ghost Horse, and this is an all-Native hosted, all-Native produced First Voices Radio. And from the Red Lake Ojibwe Nation is Liz Hill, the producer of First Voices Radio. You can now hear us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as First Voices IndigenousRadio.org for archive, downloading, and listening. Our theme song is Tahi by Moana and the Mohunters from the movie score Once Were Warriors. Tahi is a song that recalls the unity of Maori ancestors on the great canoes from Hawaii to Aotearoa, and that one day Maori will reclaim that sense of unity. Today we're going to do something very rare on First Voices Radio. Music. Indigenous indigenously inclined people about the earth first and so we're just going to get to it and let it roll and kick back and i'll try to introduce who sings it where they're from maybe the meaning and how it's really enhanced the different types of genre that are in the world including the complex basic simplicity of indigenous music and you can hear it you can feel it you can see it you can know it and most of all You can enjoy it. So let's get to this. I'm going to go with it, and uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Thanks for joining us here on First Voices Radio.
show in South Africa, so he needed to keep another freak in a cage here. But you're not a freak. You're a Native American. I know, but at this carnival, that's good enough. I surprised your uncle hasn't seen your freak value yet. Scam's our uncle. He's gonna take care of us. Like me, huh? Say, kid, could you do me a favor? Could you ask them to stop playing that fake Indian music? Not only is it degrading, but if I hear it one more time, I might really kill someone. I know. Here come the carnival cops. They don't like me talking to the public. You better go. Five little Indians, four little, three little, two little Indians, one little Indian boy. My name is Blue Sky Woman, but you guys can call me Iskwe. I come from the Cree, I come from the Métis, and I come from Treaty One territory. But before all of this, I come from the stars. In Cree culture, we are taught that we are the descendants of the star people, the ones who shared with us the, our knowledge and our understanding, shared with us teachings maps of the sky. They're the ones that gave us fire. We are taught that we return to the sky when we're finished walking here on Earth. And when you look up to see a falling star, you're seeing the comings and goings of the star people, our ancestors. So tonight, as we've come together here on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa and Ojibwe and the Wendat, I invite you to share with me some of the stories of my ancestors. I'd love to first introduce you to Nimoshum, my grandfather. In Cree, we say Tanse. So you guys want to say Tanse Tom? Tanse Tom. That's me. <laughs> I did a very large part of my growing up with my gramps in Winnipeg, Manitoba. 
He was most definitely my best friend and one of the people that I loved most in this world. But we grew up in two very different Winnipegs. See, he grew up brown in a city that didn't take and doesn't really take kindly to brown people all that much, especially if said brown people are indigenous. And I grew up in the same city, but I grew up with fair skin and freckles and blue eyes. And this allowed me to walk in two worlds, because this allowed me to walk in the world of my indigenous ancestry and my family, my culture, my language, but it also allowed me to walk outside of that into the other worlds. So while Nimushum was kicked out of establishments, followed, beat up, all because he was just another Indian, my skin offered me what he liked to call my get-out-of-jail-free card. I always remember him telling me about this one establishment in Winnipeg in particular that when he was growing up, him and his brothers were never allowed into. They would get kicked out the moment that they would try to come in, all because they dared enter while being brown. And however, some like 30-ish years later, he had a granddaughter who walked in two worlds and had no problem entering this very establishment. So what did my grandpa do? Well, he bought me an annual membership four years in a row. And I remember this one day in particular where he came with me to have coffee at the cafe that was inside this building. And I remember watching him as he was walking down the hallway uncomfortably, looking up at this wall. It was their community wall of fame. And as he walked along, he came to pause in front of a group of photographed faces and looked up at them, these people of community pride. You'd point started pointing and he said this guy right here used to beat me and my brothers up him and his buds he started to tell me these stories and I could see on his face that that this story didn't fall into the same category of neighborhood neighborhood scraps that he had been in enough times he grew up in downtown Winnipeg it's a tough tough place but this one left scar tissue He then continued to tell me several other similar stories about other folks on this very wall. And I just stood there and listened. I held his hand in my mind because even though his heart was full of love, affection wasn't his strongest attribute. But he felt me, and we always held each other up. See, while my gramps walked this world with brown skin and judgments following him at so many corners, I found myself in a bit of an opposite sphere, where... People assumed I was anything and everything but indigenous. And I can't tell you how many times this has led me to find myself in situations where people assume that I'm going to understand or relate to what they're saying. I remember in high school, folks would enter these heated conversations at parties that we might be having about how tired they were of how the government kept giving all the Indians handouts how the drunks downtown need to get up and get jobs, those savages. How the only good Indian is a dead Indian. And this was when I was in high school. Eventually, though, those people stopped saying these things to me. Because I, because I wouldn't stop saying things in front of them. Things like, hi, I am those people that you're talking about. I am the legacy of my ancestors. I am a good Indian, and I am alive. 
See, what I had learned after all those years watching my grandpa struggle internally with his identity towards the outside world, while listening to his hushed stories of pride and cultural teachings, stories that I'd later learned skipped the generation of my mom and my aunties and were taught to me in somewhat of a trepidatious way. I learned the strength of remembering. Remembering each and every story my grandpa told me. Remembering the way his face lit up when he stood to honor the indigenous graduates at the Children of the Earth powwow. Remembering how proud I was to hold his legacy in my heart. Because even though we grew up in two very different Winnipegs, and even though our experiences might seem polarized to the naked eye, his being brown and indigenous at first glance, and mine, well, being anything but. Even though there were moments where his fear for my safety became all he could think of when he watched me speak up for all our people. Even through all of this, we remembered. We remembered our truths. We remembered our legacies. We remembered our teachings and stories that came from the sky. We remembered that even though we were different, we were also the same, because we're all people first. Regardless of color, culture, language, or class, we are all people first. And to me, that's what we should never forget.
and you are listening to First Voices Radio. My name is Teokasing Ghost Horse with my allergies and all. Here I am. Who Discovered America by Ozo Motley back in 2004 began that whole set. Ozo Motley takes her name from the Nuatal word from the astrological symbol of the monkey taken from the Aztec calendar. Ozo Motley is also a god of dance, fire, and the new harvest and music. In 1995, all of the members met while attempting to form a workers' union within Los Angeles. So they have a history, and though they were not able to win recognition, they were given an abandoned building for one month. And in that building, they turned it into a cultural arts center, and within it, Ozo Motley was born. Street Signs, which is song Who Discovered America, comes from that album. Street Signs was awarded the Grammy for the Best Latin Rock Album alternative album in 2005, as well as a Latin Grammy for the best alternative music album in the same year. And in between that was a little skit, The Goats, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And they have what's called an American alternative hip-hop trio that flourished from 1991 to 1994, a skit about Leonard Peltier in a cage. And from that, that is the album Tricks of the Trade and Isque talked about her grandfather. You might find her. The name of that clip was Remembrance. It's from the Walrus Conversation back in 2018. It's very interesting. In this piece, entitled Remembrance, Isque discusses how she experienced the world very differently than her grandfather did because she was not visibly indigenous. Here's what she learned through her stories of pride and cultural teachings that you heard. And it was remembering and the, the heartbreak um, and their final realization, not just by her but by her grandfather. And we're still waiting for people to wake up who have treated Native people not so good. Then there is The Unforgotten by Isque, the song that followed with Tanya Tagak, and I could say it, Tagak, from the 2019, 2019 album Achakosik, Achakosik. And the last one, beautiful song, Voi Voi Mu by Marie Bowen, who is, uh, excuse me, Sápmi people out of... Uh, Sweden and Norway and Finland. And that was from the album 2006, In the Hand of the Night. And part of those words go something like, my little yellow bird, my summer night bird, my eagle and my swallow, and night under riverbanks, night owl, limitless vision about me, looking at all of the vision, through the vision of me. And hearty laughter and sorrow and salty tears and frost and cold and summer with burning hot days. So that's uh, that first half set of First Voices Radio. Indeed, a very rare thing to have all. I haven't done this really out through the years. Maybe an earlier part of First Voices Radio, which was, again, another name for this radio program. Thanks for joining us here on First Voices Radio. Now we're going to end up and go through the second half here, and I'll come and we'll start. We're going to start off with Amasakul in Tanare sung by Tinadawin. These are Tuareg musicians from the Sahara Desert region of north, northern Mali, the indigenous peoples who sit on camels, which supposedly came from the Western Hemisphere. So who knows how we're connected, but we are. So we're going to start this one out. Thank you for joining us here on First Voices Radio. Masa a 
Take your breath, Malcolm. Take a breath. That was loud and proud type of music, that last one. They call it Humanity by One Way Sky, which is a chill-hype alternative rock band comprised of community members from the Gila River Indian community and the Tohono O'odham Nation. And One Sky is Adrian Thomas, Cody Brewer, Loma Manuel, David Romero, and they blend and collaborate styles of hard rock, indie, jazz, and chill wave genres. And the album is self-titled One Way Sky. That was that was hard rock, wasn't that? Just hard, what, what do you call it? Yeah, it's definitely in the rock genre. Loud? If you will. Yes. Loud? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and before that was Naga Iwi Iwi'i, which is a Maori term, means something like abundance from the one who created it. 
And that version was by our friends Aotearoa out of Aotearoa, Maori and Samoa, and Dene from Arizona in, in DigiFem. Before that was a new one, Ready, by Liv Wade, who is a Métis musician based on Salt Spring Island. She lives in Vancouver, British Columbia, from the 2022 album Know Your Medicine. She said something about, I could be a pioneer, but and hold it, hold the visions there, and but hold it like a souvenir, and all the time be in fear. And uh, she doesn't want to be that. That was kind of her, I think, a cynical way of saying she doesn't want to be that. She wants to be a native. And um, to, to start that off before, actually, the second song after our friends from Tinatawin and in, in the deserts, Tuareg musicians, was Ogu Prankamwen, which is by La Cool Musique and Joseph Ray 2021 from the project Leave the Bones, meaning this is the voodoo spirit of iron and water. A voodoo follower asks for protection from the brutality of life's daily battles. And Ogu, you brought me here, so take care of me while I go through this difficulty. So those are the songs, and basically they started off the second half was Amasakult in Tanaraway and Ogu, second song. Ready was the third, Naga Iwi'i, the fourth, and Humanity to finish it all up. There I did it almost flawlessly, Malcolm. What do you think? Pretty good. I, it's a nice collection of songs, too. I enjoyed the uh, the selection. I'm particularly fond of the music from the, um, the Tuareg region. Ah. Yeah, there's another a guy I've seen him play a couple of times called Mundu Mokhtar. Oh, yeah. Just mind-bogglingly, you know, like... It, the, the the combination of the guitar and the rhythms, yeah, and, and the singing in their songs are more Arabic. Is that they're what singing in in? Uh, I think they're from. Are they from Tunisia? I think Tunisia. Yeah, yeah. I That's think the area of Tunisian. Some yeah. Berber, to, to, you know, indigenous language. Oh, yeah. I love them Berbers. I've been in their country, the Atlas Mountains in Morocco. Me too. Right, it's beautiful up there, way up there, and listen to their their noon prayers and. It was so awesome, and also just just understanding it differently. These indigenous folks from all over uh, that I've interviewed uh, uh, Tenatawin way back in two thousand and five, six when they were in the states, and they were very 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 hot, and and uh, they were were speaking about you know paying attention to the earth way back then. So, mm -hmm. but it's raining out right now. <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, stop. It's supposed to be some something called a blood moon tonight. Or? An eclipse on a blood moon, so. All right. Hey, there you thanks. Go. Have a good one. Yeah, thank you. Well, last night I slept in the open. Go, go. 